You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey everyone, um, this is uh, Stephen from Cyber Time Bite. And I got some quick news before we get into this into this interview. Is that this is a re-recording of an interview I've done two weeks ago because we because what happened was is that the interview was too one-sided in my opinion, and I thought that I that I screwed it up, and I thought like, hey man, let's do this again. I cause I I got this. I, I got this. You know. And so, and so between that time and now, tomorrow's episode will come out, and that'll be episode seven. Even though I said the episode was episode eight or nine, but it's actually episode seven. So I'll fix that when uh, when I upload that. Um, this will be episode eight. So this is episode eight of Cyber Time Bite. And in next week's episode, real quickly, is I'm going to be doing my interview with Vix Cosplays, which hopefully that will come out. Hopefully I'll get that re-recorded and all that stuff and. That would be amazing too when I get that re-recorded and I get that uploaded. So, so that's all the announcements. So for right now, so right now, my re-recorded guest that you may remember that, well, you don't remember because this is the re-recording, but this is I am doing my interview again with uh, Crystal Kitsune. Hi everyone. Hi Stephen. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm doing good. Um, yeah. So. Let's let's start out from the very very top. So, so you're so you're from California, right? It's where it's always sunny and it's always lively and it's California. And it's always on fire, apparently. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> how was that fire, by the way? I mean, were you? I mean, was it was it scare? Was it scary to be living in that area, like when that was happening? Um, I mean, the fire is still ongoing. Um, it, 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 it is scary, but I know it won't reach towards, like, my literal area where I live. Um, I do know that there, it get, starts getting a bit more serious when ash starts falling on your cars. And, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a bit concerning. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you guys got to go for that, though. I mean, like, that fires are never, are never the, uh, are never a great thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, so I, so we didn't come here to talk about like you know the California fires, but like, but like I, I'm glad that you're safe, and I'm glad that I'm hoping people that you know are safe, you know, from these fires. Um, but, but I want to, but let's talk about your rise in into where you are today, and that's and that all started obviously when you cosplayed, right? Um. Yes, correct, and that was back in two thousand and. I, 2008, I believe, uh, or 2009, when I first did my... I, I didn't do my first cosplay as much as I cosplayed my first character, and that was Inuyasha from Inuyasha. Oh, that's, a, that's actually pretty cool. I mean, like, I'm not a big anime nerd, you could say. Like, I don't... Like, I'm... Like, like, uh, like Brian said from Animation Nation, he, the, I'm mostly into the mainstream stuff. I mean, like... You know, like Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, Naruto, uh, Bo Bo all that Zatch Bell, all that stuff. And it's just like, I mean, there's some mainstream ones I can pass up because, like, I won't watch every week. But uh, there's some stuff that I still watch to this day because I have like a, I guess, nostalgia for it. And I guess that's what really anime comes down to me for is like nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I mean, right now that you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Satchbell and Bo 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 and the others, um, it reminded me of, uh, I got a little nostalgic there because I was thinking of uh, four kids and I remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I remember um, this anime called Sonic X. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of people consider it, it, it is an anime, although it doesn't have a, a anime feel to it. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Since I know that you're into big the anime, being into anime, which is as you know Japanese cartoons. What What's your favorite American cartoon from like America? You know. Like, um. 
my favorite one from America. I ha- oh, yeah. Um, it also involves Sonic. And that has to be uh, the original 1993-1994 Sonic the Hedgehog TV series. Uh, it was uh, back then, of course, it was animated here in, in the United States and, 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 and produced in Canada or something like that. But um, yeah, it wasn't in a, that, that first series wasn't an anime per se. So, I mean, the, I mean that, that show is actually really cool, too. I mean, I haven't seen much of it because there's so much Sonic out there. There's Sonic X, there's that one, there's uh, Sonic Underground, there's uh, Sonic... Uh, uh, let's not let's remember Sonic the Hedgehog, the, the the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which included just you know uh, Tails and and Sonic, which I hated. I hated it because it was so boring for me. It was like I know some people that's their favorite. For me, it was so boring. I couldn't stand watching it. It felt it felt like a dumbified version of the original 1993-1994 original run of it, and it was just that boring for me. It wasn't until uh, Sonic Underground, Underground that came out that it was starting to pick up and actually had a good story arc. After that, it just just kind of went down, and then Sonic X was totally a different thing. Um, let, me, let me go back to your question though, which was my favorite uh, cartoon uh, series back then. It was that. It still kind of is, but currently my favorite one, my favorite favorite one, has to be Miraculous Ladybug. Is now now here's the thing I don't get about that. If you can answer that for me, is that is it really like like where did it come from? I mean like it just like for me it just came out of nowhere and I didn't know like was it like a children's cartoon made for toddlers and it just got really popular by like teenagers or what what happened? Where what do you mean, from? Sonic the Hedgehog? No, Miraculous Ladybug. Where did that come from all of a sudden? Oh boy, Miraculous Ladybug. Uh, here's 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 a little history of Miraculous Ladybug mainly because I was part of the Miraculous Ladybugs production before it came out and um well not not involved directly i mean indirectly indirectly um but um uh, miraculous ladybug is actually a french tv a french korean animated tv show with some japanese animation mixed into it i was sorry korean korean french show not 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 japanese um well let me let me me put it this way have you ever heard of a show called kodalioko yeah, I know that show. Okay, well, half of the production team that worked on that, including the person who actually made the music for that and the theme song for Kolioko, went on to work on the series Miraculous Ladybug. And in a featurette that was released in on YouTube uh, back in 2013, I think, or 14, um, the, 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 it was said that Miraculous Ladybug was actually a... It was supposed to be a concept, a, a comic book concept, like a superhero Marvel hero concept in, in Paris. And uh, one of the producers or artists from the uh, one of the one a TV producer saw the idea and said, "You know what? This is not worth being just on paper. It is worth being on TV." And so he his name is Jeremy Zag. And so he formed a lot of animation studios. A lot of them are based on based in. Uh, France, Paris, and um, uh, for the first time, they actually came to to the United States and they set up shop in Glendale, which is not that far away from me. And um, they started working on the first season of Miracle Ladybug there, alongside their anima- animators, uh, their animator counterpart in Korea, because the uh, the show is actually animated in Korea. It was originally supposed to be an, a collaboration between. Uh, Zach Studios method animation. Uh, Zach Studios and Tohi Animations. And if you don't know who Tohi is, they are responsible for the Sailor Moon series. They animate the Sailor Moon series, actually. So th- there was supposed to be an anime, and uh, they released a, like this promo version of of Miraculous Ladybug, in which she's all anime, like anime style. And and that's what re- initially started the hype is that it was all this anime stuff, and it looked so good. It looked so action orientated it looks they look like it was aimed at young adults rather than young teens or preteens but i believe it was one of the producers who didn't like how it came out and then they scrapped that idea and then they went to a uh to a independent uh animation company called uh method animation and they are based in korea and and that's when the show got turned around and 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 was uh made in cgi rather than anime uh when they did that in my in my opinion they, they just kind of turned the show into a like a little kid show or a preteens kid show it's still good but don't get me wrong it's still it's still very good 
Um, but I think the if if it had stayed if it had stayed as a anime series, it would have gotten it would have gathered such a following, such a huge, huge. Uh, um, I, I think it would have been uh, uh, like a really really, really well known like, like it would have been like a a conglomerate, like something like on the levels of like Naruto or. Yeah, probably, probably. I'm thinking more of uh, of, uh, of of Sailor Moon here. Ironically, it's supposed to be a, 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 a genre wise. It's supposed to mimic Sailor Moon, and if you actually pay attention to the show, it does feel like Sailor Moon because you know it's a girl who goes to school, but she has crime fighting to do, and oftentimes they kind of collide. Uh, they have a crush. Neither one neither one knows their secret identity. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it does pay homage to uh, Sailor Moon. I and I, I remember what I, I used to be a huge fan of Miraculous Ladybug, which I still am. And um, I actually got to visit the studio, and I got to be friends with the voice who actually voices um, Marinette, Marinette Chang, which is the main character, aka Ladybug. I, I love no Sailor Moon is my boy. I, I grew up on that show. It was, dude. You don't you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> that show was my was my jam when I was like ten years old. <laughs> I it's still it still kind of am to me because I haven't seen it in like who knows how long, but it's I still I still think it's amazing. But but the thing is is that uh, the uh, so miraculous ladybug was supposed to be was basically. Supposed to be a comic, but then the people at Code Le- who made Code Lyoko were like, "No, no, 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 we're taking well, it." Well, not, not not the people who made Code Lyoko. Uh, a producer from, uh, well, you see, the person who created Miraculous Ladybug, who drew up the concept, uh, that idea came to him uh, because he's an artist. He's an illustration. So he was working, I, I believe, in a, I don't know the whole story, uh, but I believe he was working in a studio that was producing at the time. Uh, I'm not sure if it was short films, short animations, TV shows, or comic books. And he drew up the idea. And I think it was one a TV producer who happened to have gone by his uh, his his work one day that saw his drawing and 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 questioned him about it and said, you know what, this is a, this is a an idea worth uh, looking into. And it was it was because of him. He he is Jeremy Zag. That's the that's the TV producer. Jeremy Zag. He had the contacts to the people who actually worked on Kalioko. And so he contacted those people in order to work with them. Mainly the, the one that, that's really well known for, for, for being always in the project is uh, Noel. I believe Noe- Noemi. Noemi, I think that's if I'm not, not pronouncing his name right. Uh, Noemi. And uh, he, does, he does the actual uh, vocals and the songs and music that you hear in the Kalioko. And he actually sang the Kalioko theme song. And a bunch of other of other other uh, he's worked and made so many TV shows, uh, so many TV shows, uh, songs and music and that includes uh, the Power Rangers. Um, I, I can't I can't remember any other theme songs he worked on, but he worked on so much more. Um, so when I say that half the team of the people who worked on Kalioka went to work on Miraculous Ladybug, I mean certain people, not all the entire production, because I know the creators of Kalioka, they have nothing to do with Miraculous Ladybug, although they have heard of it, and they did, they, they, they're still around, they, they do, they do uh, illustrations of Kalioka and sometimes Miraculous Ladybug, but they have nothing to do with show, the show whatsoever. Oh, that... Well, that's a good thing because because like then because then doesn't mean because then it doesn't mean like they're, I mean, I mean like to be honest, I never really watched Code Leo. I knew about Code Lyoko growing up, but I never watched it because it wasn't really a show that really drove me into interest. But at least if there's a new company under the banner making Miraculous Ladybug, then it will get its own generation of fans, and then it will get people to actually go watch the art show Code Lyoko that's like it. And but but it would be that the company who made Miraculous Ladybug would begin the rendezvous, and not the people who made Code Lyoko, because because you know they wouldn't be the ones who made it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 it probably that's why I gathered also a huge following is that um, uh, I believe it was during an interview that I had with uh, one of the producers uh, who was who stated that the, everything I'm stating right now that some of the people who worked on Kalioko actually went on to work on the show. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, that's really awesome. And, um, 
and there, there, there's actually no, there's actually a question I want to ask you about your cosplays, if you don't mind. That, uh, go ahead. That um, of course you uh, obviously in your co- cover photo on Facebook and on your on your uh, I guess is your professional one. I don't know. I guess I think it is. But like you have, but you have like your four cosplays that you. That I guess I, I'm guess I'm gonna think that you're most proud of, and that's the one that's on your profile picture right now. And then you have the one of, of the Wendy's logo and Judy Hobbs from the uh, from that one movie I forget the name of right now. Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia, and uh, and that and I don't know who the who the fourth person is, but Xenon uh, from Sword Online. Yeah. So so which ones which ones of those is your favorite of all of them, and why and why do you choose to go with those four? Um, it's hard, but it's definitely anything, any, it's hard to choose, but it's definitely anything between Sinon and Astolfo from Fate Apocalyptia. And that's because, uh, Sinon, she is my waifu, and, um, that's the only reason why I actually cosplayed her, because if I can't have waifu, I must become waifu. <laughs> oh but um, and and because I also uh, interviewed the 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 voice actress of of Sinon, and originally my plan was to interview her with the cosplay on, but I didn't have the cosplay, and it never arrived, and it arrived late, and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, and as far as the stoffel goes, well, um, as you may know, I'm transgender uh-huh. so i thought it would be funny to cosplay a stoffel since he looks like a girl but he's really a guy but he looks like a girl hey, you know so hey, i know there's a lot of controversy between traps not representing transgender or transgender not being traps i frankly don't care about that i i put him in the same category it's gonna be a huge feud over that hey, ig but here's the thing i no, i i mean I respect you for being. I mean, I respect everyone for who they are. You know, you can be, you can be gay, you can be straight, you can be, you can be any sexual under the, under the sun. You know, I don't care. I mean, like, I'm, I'm gonna respect you no matter what you are. You know what I mean? So, and that's I, nice to know. Thank you. Mhm. It's it just, it's just, I don't know. There's just some certain parts about that that grind my gears. I'm not gonna get into that. But it's, but it's, it's. There's, there's just some people need to understand, you know, and and the in the thing, but but the, the also the other one I'm on to bring up is the Wendy's logo. <laughs> like, um, it's not the Wendy's logo as much as the it's the personification of Wendy's. Um, yeah, it, it's it it uh, in the last year to a year and a half, Wendy's has become a meme of sorts, mainly because of meme, uh, mainly because Wendy has been uh, a little. Too aggressive and sarcastic with their replies and and tweeting, you know, on Twitter. So uh, because of that, uh, a lot of artists and anime fan artists such as myself uh, personified Wendy's as being the sarcastic smug girl, which actually kind of fit her. Yes, I would I would assume that Wendy's would be like that. And if uh, that's why I cosplay Wendy's because it's a meme and I wanted to cosplay that really. Wendy's it's Wendy's on Twitter, man. I mean, <laughs> they. they... They pump it hard on the on those companies. Actually, you know what? I have a I have a I have a, a, a plan I have a planned photo shoot with my Wendy's cosplay. There's a Wendy's opening up extremely near me, like like maybe five minutes away from me, and I want to do a photo shoot there with my cosplay. Yeah. But here's the question: Do you like Wendy's? Do you like um, I'm trying to remember if I even had Wendy's. Um. I believe once a long time ago I had Wendy's, but I I don't I don't remember how it tasted. Once, like when I was a kid, that's about it. Dude, you gotta go there and have the chicken nuggets. Their nuggets see, are. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would love to go there, except a Wendy's. Uh, other than the one that's currently under construction near me, a Wendy's near me is like not possible. There's an Arby's near me, but not a, a not a Wendy's. There, there's no Wendy's. Well, when the Wendy's opens up, go there and get their chicken nuggets. You'll be you'll be thinking me later. They're good. <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> I hope they don't taste like uh, like uh, like Carl's Jr. or Burger King, especially not Burger King. I mean, I hate Burger King uh, chicken nuggets. I, 
I don't. I think no. I I, I gotta disagree with you on that one. I think Burger King is number two, and then I think it's Wendy's, Burger King, and then probably McDonald's. That's how I. That's how I put it. The um, but Surge. I mean, like, uh, is Surge like a cosplay thing to you, or is that more like a nostalgia thing to you? I'm sorry. Come again. Is Surge? You remember how Surge from the '90s was like was like a really popular thing? Everyone wanted it back. Do you think? Do you think that like Surge can be like a cosplay thing, or do you think that'd be more of a nostalgia thing? I think that'd be more of a more of a nostalgia thing, such such as the the thing that happened with the uh, Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce. I think that's more of that. Because because you know because the way I look at it is that DDR it's comeback. I guess we could say that was more of a cosplay thing than a nostalgia thing because. Because it was the cosplay community that brought DDR from the dead in in recent years from probably... And, well, I mean, I started going to conventions in 2015, but they've been obviously going longer than that. But I think around 2015 and up, the convention scene has really have grown. Because every year ever since then, there's just been numbers on numbers on numbers on numbers of, uh, of attendees going to a convention. Do you think, do you think that, that DDR... Is the is the reason that do you think cosplay is the reason that DDR is coming back into popularity in 2018? Uh, DDR. Yeah, Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I always I always thought it was a thing because um, DDR has always had, uh, to my knowledge, DDR has always had an extensive, energetic community. Um, I haven't seen it die. You know, um, and if I if like you said, uh, if the anime community brought it back, I didn't I didn't see the fall and the rise of it. I just saw the it was constantly there. Uh, I live near a uh, an arcade, and I've always seen DDR and a huge line or a huge like people who gather around just to play DDR, and I've never seen it empty before. So. Um, so I can't I can't really say about that because I I didn't I didn't see the rise nor fall of it. Hmm. Because because honestly, Guitar Hero has its history too. That has its rise and its fall because you know it because like first of all, let me ask you this question: Did you did you like Guitar Hero or do you think like oh I'm gonna use, I'm gonna I like the game where I I like DDR because you use your feet and not your hands. Um, yeah, I think I'd rather prefer playing uh, Guitar Hero than DDR. You know, I never, I played, I used to play DDR. I never got the hang of it. Like, I, I would embarrassingly just fail. So, so I mean, like, are you, uh, so do you play Guitar Hero? Are you pretty good at it, you think? I'm pretty good at it. I haven't played it in a while, but I, I, I am pretty good at it, though. Wait, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite one out of, like, because, you know, there's a lot of them. So, what's your favorite? Uh, Guitar Hero World Tour. That that one was a, yeah that one was actually pretty good. I mean, but every time I bring up Guitar Hero though to someone, and you probably get this too when you ask someone, did they they probably go like, "Yep, you talking about the third one?" Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you like the third one though? The you know the all famous third game. Do you like it? The third one. Yeah, you know Warriors of Rock, the one that everyone loves, the one that everyone like talks about when I whenever it ever gets brought up into a subject. I don't think I'll play that one, actually. It's, a uh, uh, obviously that was, like, during the time when they were still solid rock, but then, but then when they went to, like, you know, and then from World Tour and up, they just started mixing it, like, together, and that's how we got, like, stuff like Band Hero and, and, uh, stuff like that with the pop music and all that stuff, and, and it's not like, and I know a lot, and, and I, and answer this for me. An answer for this me because this is my opinion. But Bantero wasn't that bad. I mean, a lot of people hate it because it had pop music in it. But it wasn't like you know Justin Bieber, uh, you know Miley Cyrus, uh, all this, all that crap. Did you like Bantero if you ever played it or if you ever seen it? Which one? Bantero. Bantero. Uh huh. No, I haven't played that one. Um, I had to. I had to say that I don't play a lot of video games. I own a lot of video games. I just don't play them. All. I don't. I don't have the time to play them. Uh, mainly because again, either I'm go, I'm out. I like being out. So maybe top 
two to three hours on 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 playing video games and about I spend like about once a week, maybe once every two weeks playing video games. So it's, I'm not an avid gamer per se. So, so, so if you're no, so, so tell us, what is the average day for what's the what's the like what's the day in Crystal Kusain's life like? Like, what is your what is the day for you like? Like from the from the moment you wake up to the to the moment that you go to bed, how is that like? Um. Well, I mean, it depends day by day, but I mean, it, it, I usually wake up like around eleven thirty to twelve p.m. and that's because I go to sleep around three or four in the morning. Um, I'm more of a nocturnal person. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to do with my insomnia and my addiction to caffeine. So, um, but usually, I just I just spend my time here in my house. Um, I'm usually just rearranging things in my room nonstop. Um, but if I do have to go out, I, I usually just go out and do errands locally and, um, hang out with friends during the week, weekdays and weekends and go to work. Really? No, that, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, like, you know, average life, nothing, nothing really crazy going on there. That's, that's cool. Well, I mean, it, it, once, once in a while I do, I do, I do go to conventions. Uh, that, that usually happens. It's been happening lately. The last, in the last four months has been happening where I have, Two weeks of normal life, a week of convention life. Two weeks of normal life, a week of convention life. And that's because again, I'm because I have my website and I and I go as press. They grant me a free 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 press badges for me and my and my team to go and cover the event. And of course, I cannot pass out on a on an opportunity like that. And so, it sometimes in the last four months has has been hectic in the in the sense that okay well I have to save up and then I have to do this before that before that convention comes in because then I won't do it and uh, won't do it till after um, you know stuff like that. So is it so like do do you ever wish that that like um, that you can get paid just to cosplay like you can be like you can be like you like are you like one of those people that that like I'll how I how I explain the question? Okay, so have you? Do you have like uh, price points where you're like, for this kind of photo shoot, I'll be this much. For this kind, I'll do this much. For this kind, I'll do this much. And I'm not saying like you you would like give them some crazy amount because because obviously you're you're doing this for the fans because you're a fan yourself. So like, are are you like are you like one of those people who like who are like that, that like give like some kind of price points where like, okay, I'll do this, but only for like this much. No, not at all. I don't, I don't charge anything. Um, not even for my own artwork. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think I'm that conceited to actually start charging people. Um, mainly because it's, it's just not, it's not the right thing to do. Right. Um, well, I mean, um, I always say this: an artist does art, and an artist deserves to be paid for their art. Um, but I, for me, the only reason why I don't do it is, is again, one, it's because I don't think I'm that good to even be considered be being. I don't think I'm that good to actually have my pictures being printed out on like nice glossy paper and have me sign them. I don't think I have, I have that much of a large following yet. Um, and even if I did, I don't think I tell them at such a high price. You know, um, maybe just five dollars or less, <laughs> really. Because, because um, but um, again, I don't charge people for taking photos. I mean, again, it all has to do because I don't have far, uh, that much of a huge following, like Jessica Ingri or uh, or any other cosplay, famous cosplayer out there. Mainly because that's not my goal. Again, that is not my goal. I do cosplay, and, and if uh, if, there, if there's a following towards that, I'm, I'm happy for it. It's just not my goal. Um, but, but if I do ever go to that point where I'm a famous, a really, really famous cosplayer, uh, a well-known cosplayer, as I like to call it, um, there's no doubt in my mind that I would charge people, but just, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't charge ridiculous prices for them. Like, I, I feel like charging $20 for a print, even $15 for a print from, for, from a cosplayer is, is like a lot. Um, I, then again, you know, I do deserve that. I do think that artists do deserve to get paid for the work and cosplaying is an art so that is a 
question for for you know uh, individual people to answer individually. Yeah, I mean because it's like because it's crazy because there's there's some because believe it or not in 2018 there's people out there's cosplayers out there who will charge you a million uh, like a, a tremendous amounts of money just to take a photo of them and they don't even look as good as the cosplay is supposed to be you know they'll just do it just to get to just snag you your money you know and, and it's just it that's a, that's one of the sucky parts about about the cosplay community is that, there, that there's the good people like you out there and then there's the people who are snarky and and it just it just sucks you know what i mean well i mean What's more worse is is it them charging that much for a print, or is it that people are willing to pay that much to buy it? Yeah, but I'm talking about like there's people out there who like charge like 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 I like I work like like the kind of job like the kind of job I do like like doesn't like pay me like millions of monies, but these people who work like the same kind of job I do and like and like um do stuff like who live lives like I do like under a normal circumstance of like you know just living a trying to survive and live for life or think that they're so good that that they'll that that hey I'm so good I'm gonna charge these people this ridiculous amount of money that they can't afford but that's what I want anyway that's like that's like I mean that's that's the part that that's the part about the cosplay community a kid that could use a little work is is people being more generous to their fans but I'm just, um, I feel you there. They, they are pretty, I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't doubt it that uh, there are some people who are like that, um, and cosplayers, no less. I, I. But again, regarding myself, again, I don't. I don't. I don't see myself that way. I'm. It's not for me. Like that is not for me. I mean, get, well, I know that because because your because because your your cosplays are really 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 good. I mean, I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm not trying to put you over as like as like the best in the galaxy. But you're really, really, really good, and you have lots of potential. And I know that if you, I know that for years and years you have coming in your game, that that you that you'll truly, you know, take to the next level every single time. Not like that you're doing it now, but I know that you're gonna you're gonna succeed. You're gonna succeed into something bigger one day, and I could know, and I know it because I could see it. Oh, thank you. No problem. Um, it's just. It's just like cosplay is just like even though I'm not the best cosplayer myself, um, what wait what's your like like what's your opinion on like closet cosplaying? Do you think that's a good start or do you think that maybe it should be maybe people should try a little harder before they call it first cosplay? What do you mean by closet closet cosplaying? Like like when people just like you know go into their closet and they find things that make it look like the character but it doesn't look like but it almost doesn't look like the character but they put it over as that anyway. Well let's face it, a lot of cosplays don't a lot of cosplay a lot of characters that you want to cosplay, you probably don't have their wardrobe. I mean I'm 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 yet to find someone who has, you know, a, a buster sword in their closet or uh, a Noctis, you know, armor or whatever. Uh, in my opinion, I think you should just save up and 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 and, and buy unbranded cosplay sets. That's what I do. I mean, uh, I go on eBay and just, you know, uh, buy the costumes off eBay from some Chinese seller in China. Um, mainly because you could also you could also pay them to uh, have them custom made. So that's even better. So my opinion, I I think you should I think if anyone wants to get into cosplay, just start saving up. Maybe for the look it up first how much you need to save. It's anywhere between fifty dollars and eighty dollars, so not that bad. Yeah, because 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 you know there's some there's like some really extravagant ones, and then there's the really like simple ones. Like like if you want the like probably the most simplest I can think of is probably. No, pr probably Homestuck. Honestly, is probably the simplest one right now because, because all you need is a wig, um, horns. Well, I mean, uh, that that begs to differ because uh, I think the easiest one is Steven Universe, and not the 
triangle-looking people. I don't watch Steven Universe. But I think Steven himself is the easiest character to cosplay. He, he really he really is. I mean, like, it's not like my name is Steven and I have my own universe, but that begs the question for our time. But... <laughs> <laughs> but no, but um, no. I, I always like to fool around people when people say Steven Universe. Like, oh yeah, my universe. <laughs> but but no, I mean like, what's? I don't. Are you a Adventure Time fan? Um, no, I am not. Unfortunately, I am not. And I know a lot of people like it. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched any TV shows like that since long time ago <laughs> but uh no i'm not a not a fan of it i tried watching it once it, it just was it wasn't that appealing to me it seemed like it was more orientated to little kids and i was just like yeah because i was gonna because i was gonna ask what your opinion was about the show ending in a month oh it's ending in a month i didn't i didn't know that actually i didn't i didn't know that um no the, the only closeness i have with uh but the show is the fact that I've met John DiMaggio before, but other than that, not really. Because because it's actually funny, the show ends around my birthday and I'm just like like gosh darn it, like why around my birthday? <laughs> it's it it it's crazy, you know, but the animation you I mean like but I like, but like, it's crazy. Without animation, there probably wouldn't be cosplay. You know, because without cos, without the animation universe, there would be nothing to cosplay. I, well, I, I mean, I mean, not not really, because the uh, the whole point about costuming it actually it it, it developed it debuted in theater. Oh yeah, yeah. What? Uh, yeah. So let's say animation would have never had never began never existed, I'm pretty sure we would still have, and we still do, uh, would have elaborate sets of, 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 of theater shows, and, and that's where cosplay would still come out of, really. But, it's, it's, but let's remember that cosplay is a combination of two words, and that's costume and role play, or play. Therefore, you get cosplay. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing. But, but hey, I know you gotta, I know that you want, I know that you promised, that I that you promised me that, or I know that we promised that we would keep this under an hour because you know you have you have other things like you know you have other things to to, to take part of. Um, so I get I guess the last question could be that I guess the last question can be is that like have have you ever considered like going into voice acting like. Like and even like doing the voices that you cosplay to be like, be like, hey, I, I not only can I cosplay this character, but I can voice like this character, and can you do other voices too? And ever consider like, well, if this guy starts up a project, maybe maybe I'll say yes, maybe. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I actually do some incidentals in various anime shows. Um, the recent one being uh, uh, uh Duffa, Duffus, Duffus, Duffus. It's a fray. It's a French animated TV show. It's a wait. Is an actual like? It's a big. It's like it's a big time show, and you're in it. Like your voice is in it. My voice is somewhere in it. Yes, it's a it's a huge uh, show that was actually discontinued. It ended back in twenty nine, twenty oh nine, back in two thousand nine, and it just because of the huge fandom and because of the, of the huge demand for the show, it actually got revived in uh, last year. Holy crap! That, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. That's amazing. That's amazing right there, and and I know how to do a few voices myself. But I but I was never able to land like you know anything in like in like in a big time production. So I so that's really really cool. I really really like that. Yeah, thank you. I mean, the last one I did before that one was um, oh. I want to say back in 2012 uh, or 11, sorry, um, for Sword Art Online, but I am not sure if that was my second last one or not. Well, well, hey man, that that was a, that's that's really really cool actually, and we're coming up to that to our time limit that you that 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 we promised that we would do. So, 
It's all right. We could wait. We could wait until my clock says one fifty-six. We have four minutes. Yeah, I know, but but probably yeah, probably the outro is gonna be almost. I don't. The outro will probably be that long. <laughs> but, I doubt it. Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean. This is really awesome. I I'm, I'm so glad I was able to. I'm so glad we were able to get together and re-record this because. Let me tell you, if you guys heard the original recording, you guys would have been like, California this, California that, California this. <laughs> Let's talk about the well, I, mean, I mean, it, it was it was interesting for me to speak about California because I don't get to do that that often, honestly. Um, I do have friends who've, uh, who ventured from different states over to mine. And they have time, obviously, to explore and see, them, see the stuff I'm telling you for themselves. Uh, but obviously someone who hasn't ventured here and is curious about it, especially someone who wants to get into it in the entertainment industry. Um, I, I haven't actually spoken about California like that. It, it was intriguing. But I did like it. I mean, what you could do is uh, you could also just combine it. Mm-hmm. Or have what I said here and combine it with the stuff I said then or, and cut some things off. Yeah. So, like, so, I mean, real I guess I guess a real quick California question. Do you... Do you actually live in like in Hollywood or in LA or in that or do you live around that area or do you actually live in the area? I live in the area. Oh, in the area. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. So Yeah, it's, I mean it's 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 uh Hollywood's like maybe what like 15 minutes away. Is that is that what is it does it really help you uh get noticed, I guess, in like in like your work? Living in California alone in Los Angeles helps me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, I mean, obviously you gotta do something to get noticed. So I mean, yeah, like like take like stand stand on top of a building and. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if you heard, but I'm not sure if you heard this, but there's a certain stigma that comes with being born and raised in LA or just living in LA in LA and where. Uh, most people who have this this who are who are not here from here have this notion that um, if you were born and raised in LA, you have a bigger chance to become a star or famous uh, actor or whatever. Um, that is not necessarily true. Like I said, you have to be noticed, meaning that you have to put in some hard work in order for you to actually get where you want to get. It isn't it isn't as easy as. It, I mean, like yeah, I mean. Yeah. Anywhere that you live in America, you got uh, you got to work. You got to work to what you want to get for it. Nothing's just handed to you unless you're. Well, of course. Yeah, unless you're, unless you're some really famous guy who who treats their kids like dirt and gives them everything they want, even if they beg for it. But, you mean Donald Trump's father? Huh? You mean Donald Trump's father? Yeah. <laughs> but evidently, it shows. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, I have to say that 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 uh, that living in California, living in Los Angeles alone, is enough for me to actually have a lot of contacts. Because again, uh, had I not had I not lived here and lived somewhere else, I wouldn't have the same opportunities uh, that I would have that I, that I have actually. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't have a recording studio, voice acting recording studio named uh, Bangsman Entertainment near me. I wouldn't have done my first incidental voice incidentals. Uh, uh, at that studio, which is a famous studio, by the way, mm-hmm. um, I would have I would have never gone to Zach Studios. They are based in Glendale, which is like an hour to half an hour away from here. Uh, I would have never done a lot of things that with my website and YouTube channel that I that I'm grateful of. So yeah, I have to say that stigma that you're always born here, you become a huge star. I don't think that's necessarily true. But if you are born and raised here, you have a lot more opportunities. To 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 be in the uh, entertainment industry in, in in any respects, whether it's radio, music, TV show, or voice acting, uh, you can make it. Uh, but of course, you have to put in the hard work. Um, that's not to say that if you live somewhere else, you suck at it or you won't make it. You just mm-hmm. gotta work extra harder because then that means you gotta move over here. You know. But again, let, let me just state here. Let me just say something that I hope every state has the same opportunities like as California, because um, a lot of people moving to LA isn't a good thing for the people who live and live and were born here in LA. 
Yeah, because because I'm I'm actually from I mean Chicago. I mean I'm from Chicago. That's where I live, and a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that happens in Chicago too. I mean, like we, I mean, like even even though we don't have like all the fancy studios and Warner Brothers and Disney and Universal and all that stuff they have in California. I mean, we got. I mean, we got we got a fair amount of love like inputs here because you know we're like the second we're the second biggest city in the country so i mean we got a lot of stuff going for us under new york too where that's also another place where you get a lot of opportunity and so i mean do you agree with that yes i have to agree with that so like is is um so do you so i i don't i i Answer if you you can answer if you like, but do you live like in a house or an apartment? Or a house. House. Oh, that's nice. It, is it? I mean, because I hear because I hear living in California is more expensive than anywhere else in the country. But I don't know. That's just a rumor. It is, and that's the reason why because people keep moving over here. <laughs> that's a, that's insane. That the more people. It's only expensive because it's on high demand. People want to move here because they think it could become a star and stuff like that, which is true, like I just been saying. But not not all those people who are keep, who move here have will have the same opportunities, nor will they become all stars. But that affects us because, uh, say, you, your family, your friends, your friends' family start moving over here, then California has to find a way to accommodate them and give them a job, and that raises taxes and prices. The rent goes up. Uh, because again, it's supply and demand, um, which is bad for us. So the people who are born and raised here, and I think, uh, in my personal note, I think that something has to be done so people so people could be limited in coming here. Because not 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 all people want to again move here because of the opportunities. But now, if you now if you weren't born in California in the LA area, what 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 state would you want? Like like what state would you would you would have it like if you like let's just pretend that you weren't born in the LA California area and you were born in a different state what would that state be that that you would have loved to grow up in if you weren't born and raised in the area that you grew up and were raised in are we strictly talking about the US yeah oh um I don't know I'd say Alaska because I never seen snow but Alaska seems fun you never you never seen snow before? No. Dude, when you see snow, if, if you if you ever see snow, I, I know you're going to freak out and be like, ah, what's that? What's that? Just... I never seen snow, actually. No, no, no. It's it would be no. It's so funny because it, it it's so funny when people from California or from the West come over like to to the Midwest where I live in like the Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan area. And they see snow for the very first time. They, it, it's like they don't know what to do because it's like they're gonna like drown or something. But, but, but it, but snow. I mean, snow is like to give you a clear perspective of what it is. It's just, um, it's it's like, of course, it's frozen rain that that comes down slowly or fast, no matter how the wind is going, and it piles up, and it can get in, and. If there's like ten or twenty, if there's like ten or almost twenty inches on the ground, that kids get out of school. Like kids don't have school for a day. That's pretty cool. And 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 if out there, obviously if it snowed there, if there was like even like a light sheet, like like a uh, like not like not even like an inch on the ground, I'm pretty sure kids would get out of school because they didn't know they wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it hails here sometimes, but no snow. Is it is it like a hailstorm? Wink. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, no, I mean not not. I've never seen a hailstorm. I've just seen sometimes a bit of hail come out from the sky, but that's about it. No, no, no. no I was making no. There's a band called Hailstorm. I was making a reference. In the oh, okay. But yeah, I mean. Gosh, I mean, we we talked we talked about a lot, don't you think? Yes, I think. It well, I think I think with that being said, and our weather differences and and and, and all that stuff, it's pretty hot here, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty hot there because it's hot there all the time. It's um, burning hot. It's like it's on fire. <laughs> burning down the house. 
like talking heads. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you everyone for listening to episode eight, right? I said eight, I think. Yes. Episode eight of Cyber Time Bite. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Stouser Vamp on Twitter. You can follow me. Um, you can follow the show on Cyber at Cyber Time Bite on Facebook. Um, how about you? Do you, do you want to share your social medias? Sure. Yeah. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. Yes. Hi, you guys. Uh, if you guys want to follow my Facebook page, please go to uh, Facebook and type in at that trap artist. Yes, that is my uh, username. Um, if you guys want to see actually my website and the things that I do, including all the conventions co- that I cover, uh, giveaways, and voice actor interviews, please visit the uh, the Network dot dot net, and or just search up the Kitsune Network. It will be the second link. Apparently, there's a first one, a first Kitsune Network that is dedicated to baby metal. But hey, if you're a fan of baby metal, go ahead and click, click that too. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, also, that is also my, my username for that trap artist is also my Instagram and my Twitter. My Twitter. My Twitter. My Twitter is actually um, at Kitsune, at Crystal underscore Kitsune. And yeah, I don't normally post on Twitter, but follow me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but hey, uh, thanks. Thanks for being on here. It's so it was so freaking cool. It was so freaking cool to talk to you. And and next week I'm hopefully gonna redo my interview with Vix Cosplays because she's also very awesome too, and she's actually from the area around here, and that makes it really awesome because that means even we could do it in person if we really wanted to. But we're gonna do it on Skype anyway because that's how I'd like to do it. So yeah, um thank you everyone for listening and Have a nice day. Have a good one.